Chapter 11 of With the Anzacs in Cairo by Guy Thornton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 11. Distributing Comforts to Sick Troops. It was in the middle of August 1915 that I was called upon to assist Chaplain Captain A. MacDonald in the distribution of gift goods to the New Zealand sick and wounded. Great battles had been fought at Gallipoli. Hundreds upon hundreds of wounded were pouring into the Cairo hospitals in an almost continual stream. There were not sufficient chaplains left in Cairo to cope with the work of visiting, distributing the needed comforts, and taking services at the various hospitals and camps. This work was made a pleasure by the liberality and assistance received from all those who had the oversight. Nothing was grudged the men. We had instructions to procure anything that would conduce to their comfort and welfare. Many of the poor wounded men had lost everything and had come over from the peninsula wrapped in a blanket, no great privation considering the heat of the sun. I remember an amusing incident that happened in an Australian hospital where I was visiting a New Zealander who had been badly wounded and whose blood-stained clothes had been cut off him at Gallipoli. He was convalescent and that afternoon was being transferred to the New Zealand General Hospital. I was in the ward when the sergeant in charge informed him that he was to go away from the hospital in exactly what he came into it with. Of course, the sergeant thought that he had come with a full kit. Without a smile, the New Zealander calmly removed every single stitch of clothing, sat on his bed, fully dressed, in an identification disc, and calmly announced that he was quite ready to leave. The sergeant glanced at him and said, Don't play the fool. Orders are to go in what you came in. That's just what I am doing, replied the patient. For men in that condition, it was the chaplain's duty to furnish shirt, braces, socks, anything, in fact, in the clothing line, save his uniform. In addition to this, each man received a razor, some were blunt, very blunt, a strop, shaving brush, soap, a weekly issue of tobacco, New Zealand papers, etc., etc., besides which the sister in each ward received dainties to tempt the appetites of the invalids. I may be biased, but I do not see how more could have been done for the men by any government. There were, of course, many complaints because the sick and wounded did not receive any pay. Whilst sympathizing with the poor fellows, I could not but approve the reason why pay was stopped. Convalescents would in some cases, if given their pay, as soon as they were able to leave the hospital, get intoxicated, and coming back in that condition would upset the rest of the patients. Were it not for the rotters, the army would be splendid, but, since they unfortunately exist, the decent men have to suffer for the misdeeds of the few wasters. Later on arrangements were made whereby the patients were permitted to expend a few shillings a week at the hospital dry canteens. Chaplain Captain MacDonald had all the machinery incidental to the distribution of many and various comforts to over 1,500 men in, at first, some 14 hospitals, in such good running order that when I assumed a charge of this department, consequent on his departure to New Zealand through ill health, I had only to keep things going. Unfortunately, however, I shortly afterwards fell ill and was compelled to leave Egypt and recruit in England. End of chapter 11. Recording by Adam Bielka. End of With the Anzacs in Cairo by Guy Thornton.